Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bookends with Friends. This is your co-host, Parker Moon. I'm an unpublished author. This is Brett Irvin. And your third co-host, Daniel Phillips. We are a weekly book club podcast where we go over one book every month and we make friends along the way. November book, Jade City by Fonda Lee. Yes, the book of this month. That's Jade City by Fonda Lee. Thank you, Daniel. More importantly, uh, go check out the the works I was referencing of being an unpublished author. Go check out the Supernatural forums for my fan fiction. Um, Which forums? Uh, just the forums? Yeah, just the Supernatural forums. All of them. There's I'm like on every one Tumblr, Archive of Our Own. Like, what are you, yeah. what are you on? All of those. DeviantArt, okay. all of those. <laughs> that's, that's the big one. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, hey, guys. What's going on? Hey, what's up, buddy? How are you? I'm feeling great. Do you guys want to get into short stories, our segment where we catch up and talk about our lives? Yes. Yes, please. Did we miss anything in that intro? I feel like we went really quick, huh? Yeah, we kind of skipped by my supernatural fan fiction. It's okay, kind of all weird. right. We're good. <laughs> Let's get this straight into short stories. So uh, my week uh, has been filled with some of the best sleep I've had in a while. And I know that's kind what's of a lame short story. What's bring. your secret? My secret is going to bed at a reasonable hour. What? What is that? I, Was yeah, that a different so language? Does that track? Does that follow? Are you following me? So instead of staying up like stupid late, hmm. like no screens for like the last hour of the night, and then you go to bed at 10... I was waking up at like 6.40 and 7 with jet fuel in my veins, guys. <laughs> it's been fantastic. What, do you, what are you doing with your mornings now? Just everything? Uh, just making the making breakfast, showering, like getting ready, it, it, feeling like a decent human being. It's crazy. I've been going to bed pretty late and then rolling out of bed at like 8.25 for work and walking downstairs and grabbing a mini donut from our pantry and then zombie walking back to my desk with my donut See, and eating that, it. That sounds good too. No, so it that's is like the also good. Parker, are there donuts in your story? Do no, you have only donuts jet in fuel yours? and it's in my veins and okay. I'm fly- I'm flying around. I'm that getting sounds stuff like, done. It's fantastic. Is this Top Gun Maverick? Are you are you flying jets now? No, just in his veins. Just it's just in my veins. It's actually very unhealthy. Do you count? Uh, the doctors gave me like weeks. Yeah. <laughs> with all this jet fuel. Do you count Kindle as screen time? No, it's Paperwhite. Yeah, that's it it's, a, it's a hidden technology passed along by uh, the Amazon monks, and uh, yeah, it like doesn't. It actually heals your eyes. Is this true? Makes them I'm stronger honestly, and better. Does it? Is it actually okay? The Paperwhite yeah, technology? Good. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's not the same. Okay. It's not the same as a screen. Yeah, Very yeah, important okay. question. It's do like a massage do... for the. Finish that sentence. There we go. Do you do dark mode at nighttime or light mode still on your? No, I do. I do light mode. In fact, I'm one of those people who does. Okay, we're getting we're getting off topic. We're. uh, I I read. I've read a good bit of Jade City. I'm trying to finish that before the fifteenth, when uh, the Lost Metal comes out. So Hmm. Jade City's good, guys. I get it. People have talked. It's great. Yeah, they've talked to me for like a while about how good this book is. Um, and I, I've, it's been on my list. It's been on my TBR and I am so happy that we're like, it for the podcast. more like fun to league. Cause her, her books are so <laughs> oh. fun. 
Alrighty. All right. Were you sitting on that one? Were you waiting for the, our no, book episode to hit the, us with that? That was the top of the dome right there. That was that was all me, baby. That was just hey, that now. Was, well, that was beautiful. Thank you. Um, well, tell me, Brett, what's been going on with your week, pal? You know, it's just been just been solid. Um, I just wanted to shout out uh, our 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 best good friends Jacob and Eileen because we went and saw them last weekend, and that was last weekend, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just want. Yes, yeah. It yeah. Was. It, was. it was. It was. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to shout them out and say, you know, thank you for having us, and uh, we love you guys. And uh, yeah. So it's just been been a solid week. I haven't gotten quite as good as sleep. I'm a little jealous. So I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll just start trying some of your techniques. Where? Who's your jet fuel guy? Uh, Elon. Oh really? He doesn't he, have a, he, he doesn't have a lot going on good for him right now, so he's, he's just giving away jet fuel. He's double dealing, oh, I guess, out yeah. of the out of the the SpaceX reserves. I guess. Uh huh. It's actually all the used jet fuel from SpaceX. Uh, even better for your body. Even yeah. <laughs> even better. All the toxins are gone. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So uh, just you know, just been a solid week. But yeah. Um, I finished Farseer this week. Farseer trilogy finally. It's a big book. It was a lot longer than I thought. Um, you had a raving review on Goodreads. Yeah, good good book. The first one was still my favorite, but two and three were both really good. And the the raving review that Parker's talking about is I compared the ending to being as good as Mistborn, which is really high praise because Mistborn has one of the best endings of a trilogy I've ever read. And Mistborn so, era one. Well, yeah, yeah that's the only one, trilogy that's one. completed. So, yeah, right. that makes sense. Um, so, yeah, it was a super good ending. I felt so many emotions at the end of that book. I'm obviously not going to spoil any of them. But Which ones? Which emotions? Um, man, I was sad, but kind of bittersweet, somber. I felt happy, but I didn't know if I should. Like, she really gut punched me at the end. Um, and it was expected. I kind of knew where the story was going but robin hobbs writing is also just really really well done and Mm -hmm. so when she started throwing in those little heart moments it they hit really hard so infinite infamous robin hobb gut punch yeah yeah and boy does she have a does she have a left hook on her because it hurt uh but yeah really good i'm super excited to read her other trilogies and other series because they're all connected and apparently um, there's some crossover characters as well in our other stuff. Oh, cool. and so I can't wait next year. I'm going to dive right into all of those. Yeah. Really good. That sounds great. Now it's just, uh, onwards to Jade city. Yeah. You know what, you know what I'm excited about? Yeah. Our discussion this week. You know, oh. you know what I'm, I was just thinking about, Go what ahead. are you thinking to, about, to cut Parker off in, in his transition to our discussion? Um, it was it was a seamless segue. Yeah, and you just put like, a stop to that right now. Me. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, going ninety miles per hour, just absolutely hit the side. Where but, yeah, but yeah. don't worry, I bet it's going to be super important. But it's it's going to be great. Uh-huh. I don't know, uh-huh. if- hey Brett, hey Brett, what were you thinking about? The listeners are on the edge of their seats. Have I made this comment before? I feel like Rob. It sounds like you're saying Rob and Hob. Whenever Rob someone says Rob and yeah. Hob, I feel like that'd be a great like duo improv team name or like yeah. a magic act robin hob that's what i always think about when i hear the name of the author robin hob 
magic act. It's similar good. to like Calvin and Hobbes, where it like almost sounds. Yeah. I, I like it, Brett. Hey, I'm glad you brought that thought. That was a good interruption. <laughs> and that was that was. I'm glad that we took time out of our podcast, out of the listener's day, really, because the most valuable currency in this life truly is time. And yeah. you, you took and it. And guess <laughs> guess what? It's for time that. for. It's time for is quote it, of the week. It is time for quote of the week. Do we have you're one? Wel- you're welcome for that transition. Uh, that I think so. I didn't. I didn't put any in the show notes. Oopsie. I have do we one. have one? I can. I've got one. I can do. Okay. Hey, uh, this is uh, this is good though. This is a quick reminder to our listeners to keep sending in uh, quotes of the week for us to live by. Uh, you know, our segment where we pick a quote and then and then the book ends with friends will live by that quote for the week. Our our coffins runneth dry. Is that the right coffers? Coffers. What is what is the it's coffers, coffers. not coffins. If our coffins yeah. were dry, that'd be a good thing. I don't know what a coffer is exactly. I just know it holds stuff. Like it you holds keep money, money right? in there. There's like money it, in coffers. Is that like a treasure chest? Is it like a chest? I don't know. And why would it be dry? Why would it be empty? Oh, is it wet money? <laughs> it's, it's that wet currency. Uh, Dan, <laughs> what were you saying? Do you have a quote of the week? God, I really do hate both of you. I want you to know that. Um, have I done this quote before? It's from Assassin's Quest, the last Farseer book. Have I done a quote of the week recently? I can't remember. Your, your nah, last I don't one know. Was... I haven't really been keeping up with it. Your last one was from Assassin's Creed, the video game. So okay. go ahead That's, with this one. <laughs> That's what it was. That's, That's what so you're thinking of. You, I, you brought up Ezio. Yeah. <laughs> I might have done this quote already. And if I have, I'm sorry, but it's in my We're notes double on my phone. So I'll just double dip because I really like it. Um, there's a character in farseer and his name is the fool and he's kind of like almost like the all-knowing prophet but everyone kind of puts off he's very similar to wit from stormlight Um, does he have retractable blades in his sleeves (laughs) he can if he wants to okay (laughs) (laughs) is he played by michael fassbender yeah in the in the feature film yeah Uh, so uh the main character Fitz is kind of at a very difficult crossroads with his hero's journey in this book and the fool comes up to him and they have a big heart to heart. And he says, sometimes all the choices are poor ones and still a man must choose. I think that's a really good quote. That is a really or good a quote. Woman. And I, Oh, that's true. Or a woman. That's a bad quote. Or, 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 you know, a non-binary or someone who doesn't, I mean, really, I, yeah. you know what? Actually bad quote. Bad, bad quote, quote, Dan. Thanks for bringing that the, bad Do you think quote. the fool is a man or a woman? It's probably a man. Uh, I'm not going to say. I don't want to assume. <laughs> That's a trick question because I don't know the answer. Oh, okay. okay. Um, that was a great quote. Back to good quote. I'm sorry. I don't think you've shared that one, by the way. Okay, cool. Um, Parker, what's have... our discussion? I hate Our discussion so is NaNoWriMo. Um, and no, I did not just have a stroke and stutter out words. That is the acronym for National Novel Writing Month. Do y'all know about this? Are y'all aware of this? I just learned about it this year. Yeah, same. And I, I, I also did some research on it. But yeah, I, I, I don't think I was until, until, until recently. Nor, nor was I. I was not a learned member of the NaNoWriMo community until just... Last year, uh, when an author uh, wrote a book 
and then got it published uh, or self-published and then through NaNoWriMo and then now it got picked up. We'll get into that later. Um, but can I tell y'all about NaNoWriMo? I Please do. Tell. Really, the 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 listeners. Um, so it it started in 1999. Uh, it's a it, it's a daunting but straightforward challenge. This comes straight from their website uh, <laughs> to write 5,000 words of a novel in 30 days. Um, so so. Yeah, no, that's hey, there you that's right. Fifty thousand words of a novel. Five thousand would be so much easier. Um, man, that'd be great. Almost ten times easier. Almost <laughs> ten times some would say. Um that's, so sixteen hundred words a day. Sixty nine per hour, one point two per minute. <laughs> wow. I I really like that. That seems hey, one point two per minute seems very doable. Yeah, it does. Except for the eight hours that you're sleeping. Oh, you got to catch up. That's a lot of minutes to catch, catch up. up on. Uh, so uh, on November 1st, hundreds of thousands of people around the world begin to write. Uh, you know, they're trying to finish a novel by the end of the month. Um, and I really liked what the website had to say. It said that uh, every month, elementary school teachers, mechanics, and stay-at-home parents uh, start in the month at, or I, I butchered that. They enter the month as elementary school teachers, mechanics, or stay-at-home parents, and they leave as novelists, um, which I think is is a fantastic little tagline to sum it up. Um, and it also became a nonprofit organization in 2006, uh, where uh, all the profits and proceeds from NaNoWriMo, from supporters who back it and participants, um, and all of their merch goes to uh, fluency and education um, around the world. So it's very, very cool. Yeah, they have... Um, and uh... also, Oh, go, go ahead. Go, go, go. No, you go. You get your hand on this wheel. Yeah, they also have, um, kind of going off what you just mentioned, they have a, I, I was looking at, they have a young writers program that started in uh, 2004, where they uh, aid anywhere from kindergarten to 12th grade students um, to, to participate in the program. But obviously the word count, you know, isn't going to be as high. You can do that, but I think... Uh, you can do anywhere from like 5,000 to 30,000 to 50,000. Um, and they, in the inaugura inaugural year, they had about 4,000 students and it's been growing ever since. So that's also really cool. Yeah, that's really cool. It's very cool. One And the another tagline I saw that I really, really liked is that NaNoWriMo tracks words for writers like a Fitbit tracks steps. Uh, and oh, I just think so that's cool. nice because it's, uh, you know, I, I feel like it's a daunting task to begin with. Um, but having little, little goals like that or little like tracking measures like that, I feel like helps me with my like day to day every yeah. single day of my life. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, just a, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of of the idea of NaNoWriMo. Have you two ever done any writing yourselves? Um, mayhaps. A chance. <laughs> I have not. I would love to, and this is a cool way to do that. But yeah, I, I, I really want to. I really want to fully participate um, at some point in the future. I was, yeah. I was gonna say, I, I feel like you would be a really good like Hank Green. Not sorry, not Hank. Well, they're both <laughs> writers, but I was gonna say John Green esque writer. Like, I feel like. You'd be a great writer, Parker. I was going to mention is, that, that you should participate. Wildly, wildly kind and over uh, uh, 
presumptuous of my abilities to <laughs> string together words in any sort of eloquent form or way. I disagree. Um, but I, I do appreciate it. Um, do you want to hear about some of the great novels that came from NaNoWriMo's in the past? Well, oh, yes, let, please. before I, I, a quick transition into that, I wanted to bring up, uh, I saw that, you know, you're, you're going to discuss, you're about to talk about novels that come, had come from it, but I noticed a small snippet um, while researching that said in 2007, the self-publishing comp- company CreateSpace, I don't know if you were going to, were you going to talk about this? Am I taking no, this? No, no, please inform me. Um, they teamed up with the organization to begin offering uh, winners a single free paperback proof copy of their manuscript. Um, And then in 2011, they offered five free paperback copies to all the winners, which is a super cool thing because that allows you to go, you know, either sell it, provide it to, you know, publishing houses or, you know, get started on publishing it yourself. But I just thought that was a really cool thing. That, uh, that is. And it's all an it's all well I guess you submit it um but the, the you can become a winner without anybody else ever having read your your text like it's mm-hmm. very protected and if you don't want anybody else to see it you like you don't have to you can just submit it and then the system or the website reviews it for you so that's that's a cool thing if anybody's worried about any kind of theft or anything like that um that's awesome. yeah sorry Continue, Parker. No, that's that's very cool. Um, yeah. So, do, do, are y'all? Are, do you want to hear some some previous winners? Yes. So we have "Water for Elephants" by Sarah Gruen, uh, "The Night Circus" by Aaron Morgenstern, "Fangirl" by Rainbow Rowell, uh, "Legends and Lattes" by Travis Baldry, which was the book that uh, tuned me into Nanarimo, um, and now has been picked up by tour publishing uh and then the i mean amongst many 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 others um as well um and also i had a fun note that there are very like popular authors who um participate in nanarimo um so like john green has a club that he does to support uh young authors uh, and and brandon sanderson does like a uh like he he participates and uploads his word count every november so you can like challenge yourself against brandon sanderson (laughs) i don't think you're gonna beat him insane if you want to feel bad about yourself you can go look at his numbers for the for the challenge i i feel like that's that's like weeding out the the week like that that's so that's such a that's such a cruel way to do it like try to keep up with an an absolutely mad lad who writes four books you know when he gets sick and you know a, a day off in november i don't know what i'm trying to say his words you, per you, minute you are just... probably going to be pretty high if i had to guess yeah yeah, oh, yeah. uh i do want to shout out two people for uh nanorimo that's one is a good friend of mine and one is a content creator that i've recently just really fallen in love with um you guys know him as quote king zach dyson he is uh, i do love zach dyson <laughs> yeah who doesn't he is writing um, a six-part story for his D&D group that he is the DM for. And yeah. also, Zach has his own YouTube channel for like D&D tips for being a DM. And like he's really passionate what? about it. Why haven't we talked about this before? This. We should be supporting so him. Cool. He's supported this podcast yeah. like almost more than anyone. That's awesome. We got to... Yeah, this is great. 
I know. I tried to bring it up a few episodes ago, but Brett told me I wasn't allowed to, so I didn't. Yeah, uh, that's well, a good point. you hadn't <laughs> paid. You hadn't paid yet, so. Yeah, yeah. Thanks but for paying Zach, up, Zach. He sent me um, part one of his uh, of his story for the group, and I read it, and he wanted some feedback on it, and I was just like, dude, this is so good. Like, I was so hooked into his story i'll send it to you guys if you want it but it's very absolutely um so he's participating and like having a ton of success with it and then um i think you guys know him from tiktok and i've i've follow him on instagram now but sam coat yeah uh, yeah like cool like vibes yeah yeah Yeah. um he is making a full like video vlog of his um participation in NaNoWriMo and posting on his YouTube channel. And I've been watching those because they're just like, they're so chill. It's so relaxing. It's like, it's like the visual comparison of just like listening to lo-fi music during work. Yeah. Like it's so chill to watch and um, he he's loving it. He's enjoying it. He's posted like days, like one through um, like seven now, like the first week. Cause he does editing on the videos too. So just really cool. Check both of those. Uh, youtube channels out and maybe get some inspiration from them yeah absolutely that sounds fantastic uh so we are not writers by trade no we are barely readers at this point (laughs) um and i think we've we've made note many times that we're you know very underqualified to give any sort of reading advice or to have a reading podcast or to have a book club uh to begin with but you know here we are doing the dang thing so what I thought would be a fun practice, um, before I get into actual like good tips and tricks uh, for NaNoWriMo, is for the Bookends with Friends to come up with a surefire guide to writing a successful novel in the month of November. Okay? Let's do it. So I, okay. I want to create a five-step plan. That's it. Five steps between the three of us. We're going to put our heads together right now. And brainstorm out how to ev- anyone who listens to this, they start writing. It's gonna be the next hit. <laughs> I have very little writing experience, definitely not novel writing, but I do know one tip from friends of mine that are writers and from reading about writing is that write on the topics that you're passionate about. Right, what you write know, on baby. topics that you already love and that you already know. And you will find this, success this is, somewhere. This is a perfect example of uh, a stupid answer. So thank you, Daniel. I'm very happy that you came in hot with something, you know, that just like something like that. Because what I'm talking about is we need that there. People are going to find that piece of advice on every website. Uh, oh, gotcha, gotcha, God. Gotcha. So you want you want five tips as if it came from like actually our brains and not from our brains right now yeah 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 now you're now you're following me so i'm thinking tip number one okay snacks good so like take what take what you said dan and throw that right in the trash okay snacks i'm on board you want to have constant snacks at your disposal what if you get hungry or thirsty yeah got it what you need you need a little treat every time you finish a page Ooh, there's a treat but page treats like you reward. put a, you put a yeah. fruit roll up at the bottom of each page yes. that you write because you're writing it by hand also we're not doing any yeah. of this typing oh, yeah. shit no Get we're writing by here. hand and you put a fruit roll up in between each page and then you eat the fruit roll up like a book it's like a book um and then for excess treats um or for more treats 
make sure you're using uh, post-it notes for all your writing. And so less words to write per fruit More rollout. treats. You still have to write 50,000 words. L- okay, but there's, there's more, more treats. treats. There's more treats. So only, only post-it notes. Also, yeah. always make sure your ink bottle is full for your quill. So you don't have yeah, to get up Yeah, we're, we're writing Very with a quill. good. Write with a Very quill. Very good. And make sure, here's, here's one for me. Make sure you learn one of those cool quill flipping tricks that you can do with your like when you're holding a pen and you flip it around yeah for when you're bored and can't think of anything you can sit there and just learn cool like flipping tricks with your quill just have something Uh ready have a foundation and then be ready to learn a lot because you're gonna struggle unless that that was what steps one and two yeah i think so and then and then the, the the writing the writing platform is sticky notes and pen and quill yeah. Okay. Okay. Step three. Okay. Um. Step three has to be. We're, we're brainstorming. Up. We're working. Oh, yeah. Sorry. No, what? no, 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 no. What no. were you saying? I was going to say, just go ahead and work on your signature and you want it to be really garish and outlandish and like. For when you're famous and signing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because what you don't so, want to do is like, I, I've always heard, I've always heard from writers that the hardest part of finishing a book is signing the books after you're famous you know what i saw brandon sanderson talking about this he did a tiktok where you do a signature that's all arms no wrist so that you can sign more and you never you don't hurt your wrist thank you brett and that is wrong obviously you want it to go all wrist you want to be flopping around circles circles with your wrist circles make it look as uh grotesque as possible Make sure to really incorporate the word throbbing. There's not a book on earth that isn't successful with the words throbbing and squishy involved. Okay. Okay. I like that. So that's steps. Does, does your three signature and four. count as part of your word count? So does the practice of your signature count for the word count? No, you can only do that once. So you can only use each word once in the word count. No, 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 no. You can use other words, but your, your okay. signature can only be once. Okay. So that's two words right there. Two words done. <laughs> that's two words. I mean, if you have a middle that's name your or ending. a hyphened last name. Oh my God. You're killing it. That's three, three at least. Okay. Now, now the fifth point, the one that we are sending them home with, this one has to be a big one. We need to put our heads together and really, um, really help out the audience. You can always steal. Oh, be good at stealing. No, steal, we can't. Steal what? Other people's work. <laughs> no, see, now I feel like you're making jokes out of this. <laughs> I this hate is, you. This has been serious. That's the third time I've said in this episode. Dan, I do hate you. Dan, hey, let's let's refocus. Let's recenter. Jokes have left the room a long time ago, Dan. Stop trying to let yeah. them back in. <laughs> what? What's our fifth? What's our fifth thing? Hmm. It's fine. We can cut all this dead air. Don't worry about it. We're just thinking. We're oh, brainstorming. Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, warm, warm blanket. Then you're going to fall asleep, though. Yeah, you're going to fall asleep. I don't know. Some of the best stories are made in your dreams. So learn how to write in your dreams. <laughs> okay, step number five, lucid dreaming. Okay, yeah, and then oh, write it yeah, down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, lucid yeah. dream your story and then journal it when you wake up. Or Perfect. learn how to write while you're lucid dreaming. Oh, and that makes it where are the eight hours of sleep? We don't have to catch up on the 1.2 words a minute. That's so true. Not Your to stand, mention, yeah. It, while we're while we're here, let's just say no sleep at all during the month of November. 
because I'm thinking. Well, that cancels people, step five. The lucid dream. But, but okay, but so people start to like get all tripped out and weird. Hang on, let me Google. Um, they hallucinate. Is that the word you're looking for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm googling how many days awake. So after 48 hours of sleep deprivation, guys, you're starting to see distortions and hallucinations. I think that's when the, your best writing happens. Let, should we test the 48 hour limit? No, no. Christ we have a weekend. Alive. Did you not hear my short story? I've been sleeping. I'm, I'm feel, I'm full of jet fuel. You're ready to stay awake then. No, I hit, that's. I had 28 hours of no sleep one time. That's the longest I've gone. Ooh. And it was that miserable. Did you, did, you, did you at least write a haiku? I did not, no. I hope it was during November. It was not. It was during What's July. The There's no... What? That's not the month for NaNoWriMo. Do we have uh, actual tips we can give anyone? Yeah, we or do. do. We, we just do. have... No, so if you... I guess if you don't want to listen to the Bookends with Friends, uh, wonderful tips and tricks to, sur- to survive NaNoWriMo and to make sure that you get your book published, I guess you can listen to tips from more credible sources. Uh, I reached out. Not yeah, it is, it's this this not, part is not lame because Travis was really nice. The other any other tips are lame, not these tips. Yeah. So I reached out to Travis Baldry uh, online, and being author an incredibly of? generous man. That yes, that's the the, the same author of Legends and Lattes who uh, wrote his book during Nanorimo last year. Um, and that book has now been picked up by Tor Publishing and uh, has been republished. It's gorgeous. I actually just got the UK uh, cover in the mail. Ooh. Dan, I haven't shown you that yet, but it's, it's really nice. The hardback, too. Um, and nice. he was he was kind enough to, uh, like, I, I had reached out to him and he had sent me an article um, of his that he wrote uh, on, on the medium.com. And it's like his publishing tips from A to Z, which included all of his story uh that happened with nanorimo last year um as well as i I reached out to our friend deanna who's uh she's an aspiring author and has has written a ton um and is really involved with the nanorimo community and they both had a lot of fantastic tips um that were overlapping so i just pulled a couple um bullet points and we can go through them now are you guys ready ready i'm ready to okay to be a better writer. To be a better writer. Okay, so this this one, these are real. These these are real. That's this this no, is not just that wasn't <laughs> that was honesty. Uh first one is have a writing buddy slash community to help you stay on track. Um so uh, uh Travis had a, a friend of his who he specifically had called out in his article that they were like on the journey together and just like helped look over each other's works and edit. Um, and NaNoWriMo also offers uh, a bunch of like community support and outreach and, and writing groups that you can be a part of. Um, Deanna's a part of one of those groups, and it just helps you like see how other people are progressing and will help you stay loose and generate your own ideas. How, um, so- how cool would that have been to be his friend reading over his, his future book and being like, dude, like, this is actually so good. Like how exciting that I've been. You're reading your friend's book that he's just doing for like a creative writing month. And you're like, whoa, like this. And this you have no really clue that something. a year from now it'll be like massively gold. renowned. Yeah. yeah. Very, very cool. Um, another tip that I saw over and over was writing anything at all is better than nothing. 
Uh, if the goal is too daunting, chop it up into bite-sized bits. So we already talked about this. Brett actually chopped it up into bite-sized bits at the the top of the episode. Um, but I, I I thought this was just good advice, kind of in general in life. But it you know I think a, a big piece of Nanorimo is just to to really just to help you start, you know, to it, it, to to get you moving and to Go get you going. It. Right. So I saw a lot of of uh, repeated advice that was just put words down. Um, just get them typed up. Just get them out there. And don't really worry so much um, about the 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 next steps until after you finished, which brings us nicely into the third point I have, which is not to not necessarily to edit, but really just to write and finish a novel um this uh is specifically focused to uh, those out there who are hypercritical of their own works um meaning that like in this case quantity can actually outweigh quality just to make sure you get to that goal line and then encourage you to edit afterwards so during the month of nanorimo you're really supposed to just focus on writing as much as you can getting all your ideas out there out of your brain on paper and then once you're done, you can come back and, and edit as much as you'd like. Uh, but I, I think finishing helps people so much more um, so that you're not stuck in that kind of like analysis paralysis hellscape that everyone, is, you know, will fall prey to. They also have uh, the the now what months after NaNoWriMo. It's January and February are the editing months. And so they it's just kind of like an extension of November and they help you edit and get into that process. So don't even worry about that when you're doing November or just in general. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, the, the next one. Uh, so simplicity and reliability are, or sorry, relatability are key. I really wish someone... Uh, like we we should have thought about this for our tips, but you really want to write something that's relatable to you. Um, that means something <laughs> to you. <laughs> yeah, and that's good. That's, yeah, good, good it's call, phenomenal, good wise really advice. Good. So I'm glad really that good. I had the the thought to bring that. Um, I, I mean, I, I did. I, I pulled that from from Travis from and Travis. Deanna. So yeah, yeah, yeah. and Deanna, mm-hmm. much wiser individuals than us. Uh, than all three of us. All yeah, three of us. Uh, all three of us brought it. And uh, lastly, <laughs> and this one I, I think uh, can't be overstated, but there, this was also uh, advice from both of those. Just be patient and, and have fun. Um, I think that the other, you know, kind of flip side to all of this is having any sort of like deadline or goal can kind of sometimes make, uh, you know, the, the joy of it escape sometimes. Yeah. Um, so I, I just saw a lot of stuff of like, hey, this is this is a tool to assist and to help. And if the fun stops and the and the joy of it starts to leave, then, you know, just take a step back, take a break, uh, talk to the community, you know, read something, take, you know, just get out of your get out of your head and allow yourself to be patient with your own work. Um, so that that's all really incredible advice i'm surprised it didn't align with any of the things that we said because i thought what we said was uh pretty good too it doesn't unalign with it though like it doesn't unalign with it 
They really go together. Yeah. You could still do all that on post-it notes and with snacks. You, you still sign it at the end. And yeah, you can have snacks. That's how you be patient and remember to have fun. Fun snacks. Screw <laughs> all up. Fun snacks. Fun snacks don't sleep. Fun snacks don't sleep. Should we bookmark this episode there? We, I think we should. I think this was good. Um, I really do. I just wanted to say thank you again, like a massive thank you to uh, uh, Travis Baldry for being kind enough to even respond to us reaching out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, check out his book, Legends and Lattes, if you haven't read it already. It's fantastic. The republishing of that through tour just released like this past week, I want to say. Yeah. Um. So go pick up a copy of that. Um, thank you, Deanna, so much for, uh, uh, sending texts and, and talking to me through, uh, your process and, and your journey with NaNoWriMo, um, that it's, it's just really cool to hear from like a a direct friend of ours who, you know, is a part of that community. Um, and she had just like the most kind, positive words to say about the entire NaNoWriMo community. Um, and that's just like, I, I feel like that extends to the boot community and writing community in general. Um, uh, and, and really good luck to everyone who is writing during this month, because yeah. that is incredible. Um, and we want to support you. Uh, if you are writing, reach out to us. We'd love to, you know, give you shout outs or be beta readers or whatever you'd like, uh, from the bookends with friends, uh, uh, little team here. Just think, um, somebody could be writing the next Legends and Lattes right now. They're in the middle of writing it right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, that that's in, in November, there's going to be, I mean, there's going to be hundreds of incredible stories being created uh, That that's uh, in part due to this. So that is um, just, just a very fun and encouraging thought. Anything else from you guys? I mean, uh, I think that's it. Oh, if you Brett? want more tips, uh, I mean, I'd be happy just, you know, reach out. I'll I'll provide all of my best ideas. I mean, yeah. Reach out to I, Brett. He's somewhat of a writing guru. Yeah. Um, also, uh, I don't know if we mentioned, but thank you, Hannah P., for all the wonderful Stephen King photos that she sent. Yes. Yeah. Wow. That's, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, that was great. And we loved it. And yeah. So just like if anybody ever has... Any like hot Stephen King photos or just <laughs> if you need any writing tips, just reach out to us and we got you. Um, that is, yeah, that was incredible. We we had asked for for hot Stephen King photos or maybe Hannah just took it upon herself to send those because she had. No, we requested in. it. Oh, she, we did. Okay, she initiated right. it. She sent she sent a really cool picture of him, of young Stephen King. And we were like, yeah, send as many as you can. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, and he is a certifiable baddie. We've decided. Oh my god. Um yes, that is it. I I don't think we have anything more to add. Um though, thank you Jacob for the music and Maddie for the cover art. I love the little ghosty. Both. It's my favorite on the cover art. Oh, that's fun. Mine's my my favorite's the sword. Oh, wow. Oh, damn. I was going to say the sword too, but I, I also love the ghost. This. Little ghosty's my favorite. I call him Ghosty. Uh thank you for the cover Wait, art. We should name all of the stuff on our Next episode, we're going to name <laughs> That's going to be the entire next episode of this oh, podcast. Oh, boy. Uh, Send us in your names, who you want to name on our Oh, on that's our fun. Uh, hey, guys, where can our listeners find us? Uh, bookends with friends at gmail.com for your quotes and discussion topics and 
whatever you want to talk about. We love getting email from anyone. Uh, we got a blue check mark on Twitter. Pod. Okay. Oh, I was God. I was actually going to bring that up, Brett. Thank you. We're exclusively moving out all of our uh, community outreach and engagement onto the only good social media platform. That, of course, being Elon Musk's Twitter. We're official. Uh, we're so we're off official. Topic right now we're verified. This is killing. That's me. okay. Hey, hey, Dan, okay. have fun. Have fun with us. <sighs> have fun Play with me space. right now. Playing the Twitterverse with us. Get on, get on Twitter right now and complain about us. That's what most people on Twitter but do. First, make an account for somebody famous and then complain about us. With oh, that would mark. actually be really good. Uh, that would be really good for our brand. Um, oh my god! Wait, any, anybody to tweet oh, about wait. us? So we should actually. Yeah, hey, listeners, if you're willing to drop eight dollars, you could do us the biggest favor by uh, impersonating like a big name author. And Holy. getting your account verified and talking up our podcast. That's kind of uh, genius. This is, this is genius. This is a fantastic idea. Um, thank you, Dan, for bringing up where they can find this us. This was all You're Dan's welcome. idea. This was for, all you. For all the police and FBI listening, this is all Dan. Hey, guys, it's Tuesday at the time of this release, which means that I am probably right now reading The Lost Metal. Isn't that well, weird to think? I hope your future self is enjoying it. Uh, hang on, let me check. Whoa, yeah, he is. Whoa, okay. okay. Yeah, <laughs> I love that for you. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, thank you, thank you, listeners, uh, for putting up with us. Uh, we are going to bookmark the episode there. And remember, the real books were the ones that you wrote in November. Wow. Along the way. That you wrote along the way is what it should have been. Yeah.